Hey, here we are, everybody. Welcome to episode number 65 of the Bender Blend podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and big thanks to our special guest on this episode, Manuel Grajeda from Manuel the Band. They are based out of Southern California. Go check them out. They have a really nice website, manuelthaband.com. They're on Instagram, at manuelthaband. Uh, they're all over the place for streaming music. Uh, give, them a, give them a listen. Give them some support. And uh, thanks again, Manuel, for taking the time out of your day to talk with Gabby and I about your creative process. And uh, definitely thanks for talking about Star Wars with us. That's always fun. Um, and thank you all for listening. And, uh, of course, big thanks to Gabby. Um, I'm going to stop talking. Let's uh, let's get into the episode right away. Here we go, everybody. I hope you guys are healthy and safe and uh, finding your own creativity flow. Here we go. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we are recording. <laughs> uh, welcome, Manuel, to the Bender Blend slash Music Munchies. We're going to kind of combine those two, I think. Right, Gabby? Yeah. Feels right. Um, <laughs> yeah, totally. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> So, Let's get a little background on you. How long have you been playing music? First of all, I, I listened to your music and your cover of that Hosier song. It was awesome. <laughs> you have a great oh, yeah. voice. Thanks. Um, Thank you. Yeah. How long have you been playing music? Um, I mean, uh, I would say my mom would tell you since the womb. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, you were drunk. Yeah. <laughs> well, she she would always tell me that she was like you know eight months pregnant out to hear and playing the because it's in my family. Uh, so she was playing the piano and sing, and she would tell me that uh, when I was in there, I would kick, and then when I came out, I would laugh and smile. I would recognize the tunes. Uh, wow. So it, it's been a. That's I mean, amazing. Kind of wild, right? Um, so I mean, and then after that, I was a uh, when I was a kid, I would always mimic her playing, and then. Finally, when I got into elementary school, uh, I was about six years old. I started taking piano lessons, and then it's been yeah. just from there. So, yeah, so okay. that's, that answers the question. That does. that, And you answered the other question of which instrument did you start playing. It sounds like so piano was your way in. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you learn um, – because you, your voice is really good, man. Um, Thank you. Thank you. That's obviously natural too, but did you take voice lessons at any point just to like hone it or did you just let it evolve naturally, you know, like kind of find your own sound? Uh, you know, that's, that's a good question. Um, I was placed into some music camps as a kid um, uh, growing up. And when I got into middle school and, you know, you could finally go to those overnight camps. Um, so, uh, my, I was, yeah, I was dropped off and they were, uh, very focused on chorus and things like that. So I was able to learn a lot about harmony in that time uh, at a pretty early age. So even now when I'm singing in the car, like I never sing the melody, I'm always singing the harmony. I'm trying to find like where they're not singing. It's like, well, let's try it. And sometimes it's great. Sometimes it sounds absolutely horrible, but I I doubt it sounds horrible when you open your mouth <laughs> you know i mean i'm in the car alone so no one to judge at that time so. right. right yeah you're your own critic at that yeah <laughs> yeah exactly exactly i just um, noticed that my my name on here really quickly is intellectual leader <laughs> so yeah i am right. the, i am the leader that you take your people too. <laughs> yeah, I just want everyone to know this is what I'm going to be called I, for the rest of this meeting. <laughs> so that is a note of importance because we will probably just do. We're 
Manuel, so we're trying out this new Squadcast. It's pretty good so far. And we'll probably do just audio for this one and eventually get to video and hopefully have return guests. Like if you get, if you have fun today, hopefully you want to come back and do it again. Um, I'm not sure how long, (laughs) how long you can talk today, but we'll try and keep it around an hour, an hour and 15, if that's all right with you. Yeah, that's perfect. I, uh, I, I got all my homework done, so we're good. Good. Good deal. Um, well, I, you, so, I was, you've met, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. I, cause you've mentioned homework before and what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> what is your deal? Man? What are you uh, doing, man? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so right now I'm in my, uh, second to last semester of my grad program. So I'll be graduating, uh, with a master's degree in international studies. Oh, wow. So, so I'm writing my thesis right now. Um, and oh, boy. formulating that academic conversation which and that's such an that's such a hard thing to do um I, I, it's just it's just such an odd thing to do try to contribute something to an academic conversation and you read all these scholars who are just throwing out like yeah neoliberalism and intersectionality and like you don't know oh, shit right. like and you're trying <laughs> yeah. to contribute to this and you're like i don't know like it's kind of bad it's kind of i don't know what do you want me to say so that's been fun. Uh, so my homework lately has been writing a thesis, and so far it's been pretty fun and pretty cool, actually. So, so your name I mean, to be intellectual yeah. leader. Of yeah, you want you want to transfer that one over? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can, I, I think I could actually mess with that. I'm not yeah. going to do it. I'd probably like end up like kicking everybody off. It's like, oh. Well, what I love about what I love about yeah. that is like when I came in, it says like, do you, what, what's your name? So I typed in my name. So you just clearly typed in intellectual leader. <laughs> did you really Gabby? No, it was just, the one. yes, I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame you. You are. That's why, that's why I come to you with they need the to real know. questions. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> what's your thesis in? Uh, so um, I'm looking at specifically, so I, I took a trip to Rwanda not too long ago. Um, and uh, that was for an internship, but also, was, to be honest, mainly it was a lot of research. Um, and I was able to do a lot of research there. Um, not necessarily formal research, but more informal, just conversations with people and things like that about what I'm talking about. And so a lot of the research is based around, to, to kind of, I, to be honest, I'm still kind of writing this thesis, but yeah. uh, what I've got so far is about like authoritarianism versus democracy in, in the modern age and uh, the yeah. idea yeah. of measuring development, like what is development? What is sustainable? Do you need democracy? Do you need authoritarianism? Is there a mixture? Is one more? It's it's insane. Whoa. Yeah, it gets really interesting. I mean, I think I could talk about that all the time, but Seriously. we won't. We won't. So. Given, given the times, especially like that's a that's a huge conversation. Huge conversation, and Rwanda is a really interesting case study. Uh, so I'm, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's been really interesting. I, I have a, an advisor who's really awesome, uh, and he has been very, very just like, yeah, man, let's. He just pushes me, so it's nice. But he also gives me a lot of freedom to do what I want, and also tells me things not to say. So you know, oh yeah, that's important. In, yeah, in academia, <laughs> Gabby, that's why I feel there's Gabby. Yeah, 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 there's conversations for a beer and there's conversations for your paper, and yeah. right. they don't intertwine all the time. But yeah, so that's yeah. that's that's a long-winded answer to what it, what are you doing? That's what I'm doing. So. No, that's awesome. Thank you. That yeah, because I mean, on top of being a musician, which is 
time consuming. It's that was, you know, that was something we were, I was curious about too, is like, what's, you know, what's your other direction in life? And, and I miss, you know, at, at a certain point, do you think, is there a crossover with what you're doing and music? Like, do you want to teach music? And then somehow, is there a way to incorporate what you're doing in both worlds? Do you think? You know, I, I've kind of like battled with this over the years. Um, I really do. I love playing music. Uh, in regard to teaching it, I hate teaching it. Oh, really? <laughs> teaching it. <laughs> I hate teaching it. That is like that's that's my place to be creative, and that's like my mm. outlet. And so awesome. when I, I mean, nothing against music teaching at all. In fact, I I so I admire people who have the patience to do it. I just simply yeah. don't. And okay. um, but I, on the other end of that spectrum, I also I love academia. Like I really do. Yeah. Um, and so I've I've kind of fought. That, I don't want to even say fought, but I've incorporated into my life in a, some some way of balancing them out. And uh, I've been very fortunate to somehow find a path and time to do that. Um, and it's been it's been really really fun. It's uh, for the past three years once I started this grad program as well as like getting a little bit more serious about doing gigs and stuff. Um, yeah. It's been extremely busy, but and like not even secretly, I love it. I love being slammed. <laughs> I love being busy. Yeah. I love knowing I have a okay. paper due and a and then I have a gig to go to until two AM. Like I love yeah. that. So it's the pressure. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the final it's the final countdown, as some say. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I work, <laughs> I work better knowing that I have a deadline. I work better knowing that I have to turn in a paper tomorrow and not starting it until the night before. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> no, I, I, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. There's a whole TED Talk That's, about that, like procrastination. I was like, yeah, procrastination is intellectual. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, yeah, TED Talks <laughs> about it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, it talked about it. It's totally acceptable. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that is a, everybody works differently, I think. Yeah. And any, I mean, that's an obvious statement, but, it, you know, it's fascinating because I think our last guest, Brooke, kind of had the same he's like i like being busy because or i like having the guideline of you need to get this done by this time <clears throat> because it seems like if you if you're given too much freedom you know anybody with a a lot of creative juice flowing and imagination me I'll, I'll i'll use me as an example if i i'm and i don't have direction necessarily when i'm drawing or sure creating any kind of art but i do find it if it's like I, I'm not sure if I operate better with a guideline. I, you know what I mean? Whereas, right. uh, Brooke, it sounds like you do like, it's kind of this, like, yeah, it's an accountability thing probably too. Um, maybe I need to be more accountable to myself. <laughs> <laughs> like that would probably help, but, um, that's, that's interesting. Cause I think that is a, that is a big question in the creative world of, how much freedom is too much and what's the right, like, it's always, it seems like a search to find the, like, all right, what's the right chemistry. And, you know, yeah. I have a friend who loves pushing through. He's like, when I feel like drawing the least is when I do my best work. That's our friend, Eamon. He's he, an amazing comic wow. book artist. And he told me that and I was like, and he's like, try it. And I'm like, ah, man, I've tried it and it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for like, me. That is hard. That is yeah. so hard to do. I, uh, I, I, I don't think I 
maybe I just haven't asked any anybody that I know if they do that. It hasn't been a conversation that's come up, I guess. But that is fascinating. I I, I don't I don't think I can. I mean, I I I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> like how to even it's start hard, that? I yeah. Like, yeah. I, I feel like but, I've always been kind of a person. If I don't want to do it, I'm just like, nah, 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 nah. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I'll get back I, to it later. I read that I, or I saw this interest, this interesting academic meme about that source for intellectual things as the intellectual leader, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, um, uh, like a, it, it's this person tweeted like I have like when I get when I feel anxious, I'll just lay in bed for six hours and I don't feel good after that. Like, and, mm. and it's, you know, like not doing anything while you don't feel like it doesn't make you feel better, right. but it, yeah, it's like parallel to how you feel already, but you have to like almost force yourself to do something in order to at least feel better, even if it's a, like a piece of shit work, but. Yeah, a a absolutely. And, and I think it's really interesting to see kind of like all these different ways of approaching things especially in the last year. Um, oh like it's, it's been so interesting to talk to my other uh, like creative friends about their experiences during this time and, and seeing how they've kind of pushed through this period, because I know for me personally, it was challenging. I, I, I learned a lot through COVID, uh, but at first it was very challenging because it went from like doing gig after gig, after gig, after gig to, and there's no more gigs. And, yeah. and it was just like this sudden, like, Whoa, what just happened? Um, and I really struggled for a few months with like, what do I do with my time? Um, yeah. How do I, cause there's something about those juices constantly running that keeps you, at least for me, a little like creative. There was always new ideas, always new sounds, things that would kind of like crack an idea in my head that I might come back to later. And so during COVID it was, it was very stagnant in many cases. And in some ways it still kind of is um, as things kind of start to quote unquote move again. Um, yeah. But I'm I'm curious for for you two like like how did you kind of get through the stagnation of COVID or or was there even a stagnation for you at oh all? Definitely, um, Gabby. Let's start with you. Oh me, um, stagnation. Well, the stagnation. I actually had a phenomenal year. I had good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I am so glad to hear that. Yeah, honestly, it is kind of nice to hear someone like our friend was doing well. Yeah, it, it is. It's nice. <laughs> In retrospect, I had a, I had a great summer. Was awesome. Um, I so I had. I had quit a job because it was so horribly toxic and I was planning to go backpacking in Spain for a couple weeks and then COVID hit. And then, <clears throat> and then it was like this feeling of like, Oh my God, the purge is going to happen. Like I remember the first day that everything locked down, I thought the power grid was going to go out. Lights were going to go out. People were going to come out with their like machetes and Oh fire <laughs> but, we did not um, have the same thought <laughs> <laughs> so um but the, i i loved the i loved the downtime because i i went from like you know bender and i talk we're talking about this before where i i'm not i that first job that was my first kind of office job i've always worked doing marketing or events for breweries or like very active things where I'm on right. my feet or working with my hands. And, um, 
I was done and over it by the time that I quit. I was like, I, this, uh, an office job is not for me. So I loved, I cherished not being in front of a screen for, um, for eight hours a day, 40 hours a week. Like that to me isn't really living. So the whole summer was just spent surfing every day and listening to music and, and with my cat and it was yeah. like, yeah. And it was, and, and do, and like gardening and, and doing little home projects. Like yeah. I really, and I, I had a phenomenal time and I felt cause I have anxiety and I felt that the whole world was experiencing the same thing at the same time for the first time in my generation that I felt like this weird at peace, like everyone was experiencing the same level of like this, this, you know, level. And um, so that's what it was like for me. I like, I really needed that. I, I, I I cherished it. Sure. That's awesome. I'm I'm glad. I'm really glad. (laughs) It's it's nice to hear that. It really is nice to hear a a positive thing that came, came from this. Um, Hey Gabby, I have a production note for you right now and a sound engineer note for you. If you hit your dangle dingle, it makes a. Oh, don't hit my dingle dingle. Yeah. Don't hit the mic. Sorry. Can't do it. Because every time it's like cutting you off and I, I don't, that's yeah. So just be aware. This is the first time that we're doing this separately. So this is like the. Gotcha. The cheap, cheap ear, $10 earphones from a gas station. (laughs) It sounds fine when you're but like, just, just be aware if you like bump it, it does like clip. Cool. Um, I'll be very still. Sorry. I had to say, cause I, otherwise like, I don't want you to be, listen <laughs> oh, to it and be like, what the, what happened? Can I drink I would my wine? Like, if, I, if you have some on your face <laughs> and someone doesn't say anything or you have some in your teeth, people are just like, oh yeah. Like, help me, help me. <laughs> um, well, and Gabby, I mean, not all of it was great uh, for both. I, I mean, I'm glad you left out the really sad part, but yeah. Yeah, and Manuel knows because, like, Manuel, you're also a cat person too. And then when Kitty passed away, it was like, and and Bender was there for me the whole time, and um, it was it was fucking devastating for sure. So then, like, the last three, four, five months have been like trying to assess life again. (laughs) Grief. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you're a cat. So what do you have a you? I'm assuming. Excuse me. You have a cat. <laughs> so that's the funny part. Everyone makes fun of me for this. I used to have a cat. I used to have two cats. Um, okay. They they passed away a couple years ago, and oh. I just uh, so uh, my cat was named Oreo. Um, Oreo <laughs> was a tuxedo cat, always looking sharp, <laughs> oh, um, yes. and <laughs> not the brightest cat in the box. He just like. <laughs> Like a crayon in the bottom, cat. You get it. Um, and uh, um, just, just be bl- pretty dumb cat. But uh, just the most friendly, sociable cat. I would, I would throw parties, and and uh, he would just like come and hang out and just chill on the That's couch. Awesome. Like, just a super cool cat. And I just, uh, you know, we just really connected. He was, he was my, he was my dude. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, my mom would send me pictures of him when I studied abroad for uh, I was gone for six or seven months. And she would send me pictures of him like just buried in my sheets. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Buddy. just a, just a cool cat. And so when he passed, I think I just was like, well, there'll come a time when, you know, when it's when it's right to get another one. And it just hasn't yeah. come up. It just hasn't come up yet. So, yeah, that, I totally yeah. get that. So Don't I just you, admire you from afar. Chosen. Yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you have that's, to be chosen yeah. by a cat. Like it's different. Like you don't choose yeah. a cat. It has to choose you. And that's where. Yeah, it's- absolutely. Like my, uh, my girlfriend, she has a cat named Colby. And, and every time I go over there, I just, she'll like be like, what do you want for dinner? I'm like, just give me a second with Colby. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me have this. <laughs> I need some kitty time. So. <laughs> It's That's great. Awesome. It's, it's fantastic. So I, I get I get my cat time just uh, you know without the pooper scooping and vicariously, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. kind of um, like a cool uncle, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's right for now. Um, well, maybe eventually, if you know, once things are kind of. I, the I think that's the most overused phrase right now. The return to normal, but. Yeah. You know, if we ever do this again and get to do it in person, we'd love to have you up yeah. here. Up in slow, right? Can, no, it's seriously. Yeah, come, come up to slow and then you can meet Viper, the big black panther that runs around this house. <laughs> I would love that. Um, yeah. I, I love awesome. St. Louis Obispo. It's like uh, one of my, if not my favorite city. I just love that. I got my ear pierced in San, in San Luis Obispo. No uh, way. Yeah. Just super random. Just like some fun nights going to the frog and watching. Uh, it's Frog and Peach, right? And uh, yeah watching music there and just hanging out and just really, really fun memories. Uh, Edna Valley. I went to that winery a few times. So yeah, just, just, I love that city. It's just a nice, I know. It's, it's a nice it's, little spot, man. It's yeah. it's so funny. Cause like, I guess like I had, I should tell the backstory for the, for the podcast sake. Cause I saw your band like two and a half years ago at a restaurant in long house, Costa Mesa. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I can't remember whose brother it was that I talked to. Maybe it was your your brother, like manager or so- somebody was there with the stickers. And I I was there for a bachelorette party, and it was like the first. It was it was our dinner before the partying, and um, and you <laughs> guys were playing. And I was so bummed that they wanted to leave. I was like, oh my god, I've never heard a band like this. They're so amazing. So oh, yeah. to whomever was by the stickers and i was like what is this they're so good and um so we got to talking and i said that i live up in slow and, right, and yeah. like yeah they've been wanting to play in frog and peach forever so i tried my damn uh hardest to Hard get on this gabby <laughs> i can try i can i can try harder with the right people <laughs> that but, is like the hardest place to get into play yeah i yeah. i sent him an email like uh, this was a few years ago and i was trying to play there um with this group and i sent him an email uh i forget what his name is but it's like an msn email it's a but uh, which was funny but um and i got a response like four months later was like not the right vibe. And that's all it said. <laughs> it's just wow. brutal. <laughs> no. I was like, okay. All right. Well, I tried. Uh, <laughs> you know? No so, way. Uh, We're going to do that again. I'm going to try. Someday, to do it. I will stomp in there and I will not leave. <laughs> Man. Um, so going, so it's out. Um, 
Gabby told me that you have a gig tomorrow. Yeah. Is that, is it a, I'm assuming it's live. It's like you're going to, to play a live show. Yeah. So, um, a lot of the gigs that have been opening up, it kind of, it's, it's pretty, I would say let's, uh, geographical where you decide to play these days. Um, <laughs> some, some counties are a little more lenient than others, uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to th- some things. Uh, yep. so, uh, I have a gig tomorrow, um, and that one's live and that's, those are like the gigs, you know, those are the, uh, uh the restaurant gigs, like, uh, yeah. so those are fun. And then, uh, on two, on Saturday and Sunday, I'm playing up in, up in Malibu. So that'll be fun. Nice. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all outside. So it, it's nice. There's a lot of like space in between everybody. So it, it's cool. It's nice to yeah. kind of get that again. Yeah. Is it Are you playing by show? yourself? Sorry. Oh, well, go there you go. <laughs> Is that what you're going to ask, Gabby? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Are you playing with your band or are you just, just uh, you and I, the guitar? So I wish I, I, uh, I've been playing a lot of these like more acoustic solo gigs lately. Um, but tomorrow, you know, it's cool playing solo. Like it's, it is, it's really fun. It's a very intimate experience. Um, but I, I don't know, there's just something more fun about kind of vibing with somebody. So, um, I have, I, I asked a few people to play with me this weekend. So it's they're more, they're duets this weekend. So that'll be fun. Oh, cool. Good. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. about it. Nice. Yeah. That's, we always talk about the, collaboration aspect with creation and music it's like it it just you know and everybody's gonna have their own preference but it seems to like the consensus among people we've talked to is like it's just you know part of the reason you're in a band is it's easier to just you have to have that like you need this like i need to feed off you yeah you're there i can do it without you but i'm not i'm at my best when i have you know, the, the room and the other people and the energy. Um, cause I, yeah. I think I tried recording a podcast by myself once just like Bill Burr or what, any of those guys that just <laughs> sit there and read. And I'm like, I re- listened to it again. And I was like, this is, I don't have, like, I, I'm not one of those guys. I can't just rant to nobody. <laughs> I, I need to rant and bounce it off somebody. And it's yeah. like, that is, and, and that's really important for me is the collaboration of like, and work with people and be, you know, that, that, that seems to be pretty unanimous among the people we've talked to that play music or even just doing art. It's like, it's even if you're just next to someone drawing their own piece, it's like that, you know, you're all doing it. You're all, you know, it's that act, it's that energy. And it's, yeah, it's that it makes a big, big impact on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, collaboration is an interesting thing. Um, it, it's funny when it comes to actually, like, when it comes to, like, writing any tunes, I'm not going to lie, mm-hmm. I'm not the best collaborator. Uh, okay. I, <laughs> I really don't do well when people, uh, when I'm when I'm working or writing with people, which is not often because of this, um, yeah. I just, uh, I have a tough time because usually what I'm writing about is something that was, that occurred in my life, and I know how it happened. Um mm-hmm. And so I have a tough time kind of handing the reins over and making it more general. Um, I, I I don't want it to be ambiguous. I want it to be very specific about what I went through and like how it's, however it's like taken, you know, that's subjective. That's up to the person listening. But for me, it's very, it's very objective. This is what happened. This is how uh, it's objective to me. So I guess, I yeah. guess subjectively objective. I don't know if that makes sense. No, that, but, um, that makes sense. I like hearing so, that because 
Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I when it comes to like yeah, when it comes to the actual writing, I don't play well with others. But when it comes to actually like playing, I prefer it. Um, yeah. It's but the actual creative aspect of writing and stuff, and that's an area I've actually really tried to work on too. Um, I think I'm kind of getting better at it. But um, <laughs> at least you're working. Let's that's ask your band mace. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, working on that is that helps. Yeah, like, like, and it's really funny because, like, with the band, usually the way the structure works is like I'll come to practice, and be like, "This is what I got," and I guess maybe I should kind of like, 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 take back a little bit of that when it comes to the musical aspect of writing. That's an area I'm a little bit more open, open to. But when it comes yeah. to the lyrics of writing. There that it is, is. Okay. that's really difficult for me because it's mm -hmm. like you didn't experience this, I did. And why would you have any say in this? This isn't about you or this is an A B thing, not or an A thing, you know? It's it's not it's not I don't think it's and maybe this is maybe this is egocentric or selfish, however it can be taken, but for me it's like this is such a personal thing that I'm letting that I'm opening up to in my own creative experience. Like I just don't want anybody else to have a say in it because that would that would do wrong to me in my experience. I would do wrong to the other person that I'm talking about or the other experience I'm talking about. Just, I, I feel like if, if you're going to be that personal, I just, I just don't really feel it necessary to open up to everybody on their input on how it should be written. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if that's like the biggest asshole ever. No. But, no. <laughs> you know, you know what that makes me think about is that it, <clears throat> I don't think that's, I mean, again, it's art is always subjective to the listener, but it's, to me, that makes sense as a, and that that carries over into the the band trusting you to write like, and if you find the right collaboration of people, they're like, we don't need to worry about the lyrics. You're that is you. That is your role. We accept that. We <clears throat> trust you. Now we do the music together. Like, yeah. And I feel like a lot of a lot of that is. I mean, I don't know for a fact, but I'm. 98% sure that that's how Maynard works with tool. They yeah. write the music and then he yeah. writes the lyrics and they don't have any input into what yeah. he's singing and right. what he's writing. And, and that, and it works because they give the trust. It's that trust. So like, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't think you're alone in that. I don't think you're that it, you, you know, a, a dillweed critic could be like, Oh, it's egocentric. It's like, of course. Cause it's, that like what else would they they're not going to be like i'm going to write about a and like that's when you get into the like frank zappa and even then it's like he was probably writing about himself even if he was talking about something else completely <laughs> but <laughs> it's like yeah no that makes sense to have because that is a that's something we talked about on one of the music munchies is how important are lyrics to you and one of my favorite lyric writers is the is um Oh my God, I'm having a brain fart. Uh, bad religion singer. <laughs> oh, um, oh my God. Yeah. yeah I, help I, I, um, I should uh, know that, that that's embarrassing. Let me Google because, it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say Greg, Greg Graffin. Anyways. Greg, that's right, Greg. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Greg, Greg. <laughs> but he, I love his, because, and, and I encourage everybody, even if you don't like their music, like just read the lyrics. His, especially nowadays, like his, he's been on it. So like he writes such great personal and, and, and there it's like just 
and he writes in great metaphor too, but like, I don't see, and, and that must be a, I don't, maybe it isn't a conversation of like, Hey, and that's probably how you weed people out in who you can play music with. I'll write this lyric and you can add to it. I, I feel like I don't see that happening very often. Um, or hear about it like, oh yeah, we both write half the song. Like it's always, you know, and so that I, uh, I'm giving you a, definitely the, the benefit of the doubt. Like you're not ego set. That makes sense. If you're writing the, the lyrics, it's yeah. that's, that's for you. That's your role. And then the band fills it and give it's the trust and the like partnership of cool. You got <clears> that <throat> taken care of. And, you know, I've never even attempted to write lyrics yeah. and I, you know, and if I did, I, and that's why I'm like, if I were ever in a band, I'd be like, I, that's too, that's a lot of pressure. Cause it is such personal and mine would end up being like, <laughs> I don't, I can't even imagine. Maybe that'd be a fun exercise to do is try and write my own lyrics for a song and then have Gabby sing it. Cause she's got a beautiful voice <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be really silly. It'd be I like, can't, but I can't, I can't sing metal. <laughs> It'll be melodic. There's melodic death metal out there, Gabby. Okay. So that so Manuel, I'm I'm a big metal head, but I also Gabby knows this too. I'm pretty eclectic. I I like I pride myself on giving everybody a shot. And yeah. definitely when I was younger, I was really strict on who I what I listened to, and that's what I listened to. And as I get older, my pre and I and I credit my parents too because they they were open and eclectic showing us music growing up like yeah you know it ranged from led zeppelin pink floyd the who to zamfir do you know zamfir i don't he is awesome (laughs) he plays the pan flute and he shreds on it and it's awesome (laughs) he has a great range (laughs) and so i wonder like if you and because i've i've i before I had to do my little bit of homework and listen to your music. And to me, it's just like, I hear it and I go, that's just really well, like, well, number one, it sounds really good. It's so you guys have great production. Um, and also it's just like, yeah, it's, it's like, Oh, that's got soul to it. That's there's like great sound great. And then, um, what song was I listening to? There was a slide guitar, like a lap, lap stick. That was, that was a cool, cute. like, it, yeah, it surprised me. I was like, oh, that, but it blended really well. So oh, those are so nice. It's really yeah. cool. Very they dreamy add, sound. Totally. Yeah. They add a it lot was, of, they add so much like emotional, like uh, layers yeah. to, the, <laughs> to a yeah. song. Yeah. 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 But, it's, 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 I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no. I, so I, my point being, um, w- do you, do you have, I'm, I'm assuming you have fra- favorites and influences, but how far out of your, you know, what do you, what do you enjoy listening to the most? Not, not even playing and just like, what's your, what do you like to listen to when you, and maybe not even just for inspiration, but just to enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, that's a toughie. Um, <laughs> I feel like I, don't, I always feel like whenever you listen to something new, there's some sort of inspiration that comes from it. But, um, I guess maybe uh, I would say I'm definitely influenced by these guys. So this is kind of taking away from the question a bit. But 
it's okay. it's a band it's a band that I really love to listen to, but I've never actually learned any of their songs. And um, mm -hmm. that's uh, Bad Sons. They're a really cool, very kind of like poppy, uh, pop rock, like just cool, catchy lines, catchy lyrics, really cool, catchy melodic things. Um, and they're a band I just like to sit back. I'll just listen to them. I don't even want to try to learn their songs. I just, I just think it's so cool what they do. Um, yeah. They're really cool. Um, as far as like, I've actually been listening to on Spotify. There's like these jazz playlists, like morning jazz, and then there's oh, nighttime yeah. every every <laughs> morning awesome. I put jazz, morning jazz. That, yeah, that has been the jam lately. That has been really really okay. cool. Uh, so those those have been definitely definitely things that I've just been listening to um, and just nice. just just jamming to. Uh, not very exciting, I guess, but... Uh, no, that's not even... The, that, I find that's it what exciting. I was looking for. Because <laughs> that... I love that jazz. Actually, like, <laughs> it's cool. It is. It's awesome. I have... When I leave... when If I'm ever pet-sitting, I always leave a speaker on playing. And, and uh, YouTube has a great uh, series of that, too. They have, like, different... So I always put on the Bossa Nova, like, cat yeah. And, it's yeah, always, yeah, and, I, yeah. and then I, I end up staying like five minutes. I'm like, I got to go. I got to go. But I'm like, <laughs> this, the, the critters will like this. Like the dog and the cat will like this. This is nice. And and that's I've noticed, too, when I get older, when I get older, as I've gotten older. It's almost the weekend. But <laughs> I... <laughs> You're almost old. <laughs> yeah, give me another forty years, and then maybe I'll, and then I'll really be old. But I've my I've toned down my, like I said earlier, like the judgmental side of me. I still I still hear a lot of pop music that um, and I instead of being like that sucks, I've rephrased it and, and teach myself to say just it's just not for me. That's all. Yeah. It's not yeah. me. And I think that might be the most polite way to say, like, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I think we all know what you're trying to say. So. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're really saying, but, yeah. but at the same time, like, yeah, that's why I love, you know, Gabby has been really good at breaking my mold a little bit. And, and it, part of it is mood. And I wonder if that is the same for you. Like you go through these moods of, and I think everybody does. I'm I'm just assuming, but for me, I go. I've been in. I found lately, I've been in a really interesting mood for, of music where I like. I can't get heavy enough. I'm like, I need the heaviest shit I can find. And <laughs> I listen to stuff that I'm like, I like a year ago. I I'd hear it and be like, it's too. I don't. Nah, that's not for me. And now I'm like, oh, okay, like find some value or. I guess I'm listening to it differently and it's connecting with me differently. At the same time, I will, I'll wake up and I'll be like, I really need some electronic music. I need some Tyco or some, uh, Tyco like, tight. I love Tyco. <laughs> that, that, that will, uh, that'll always be on my playlist, but yeah, or I'll right. be like, I need some dead mouse. I don't want, I don't want, uh, this is aging me. <laughs> uh, like the Skrillex style. What was that shit called? Uh, Oh, um, uh, Dubstep, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, I. That's where I, I'll draw. I will, I will, you know, give it its respect. It's like, yeah, that 
that movement in electronic music was a moment of it's a different sound. That's cool. Not for me, but I do like, I go through my motions of like, I need electronic. And then lately I've been going down the classical guitar stuff. Like I can't get enough of it right now. I'm just like, it's, and it's just, I wonder if you go through the same, like, or if it's a steady, I I'm, you know, does that make sense? Like, do you have these, a month of just listening to this and then it kind of fades away and you're like, I need something this flavor. Yeah, absolutely. And and I feel like there's also kind of this in-between phase where you can't really figure out what you want to listen to. Um, yeah. And I think that that's like something I go through, I don't know, quite a bit, I guess, but like the search to find this, like what flavor you're into at that time, I think is its own kind of, its own kind of game. Um, luckily though, um, so my, my, uh, so my roommate is also the drummer in the band and, uh, yeah, so we're really close and, uh, he is, so I feel like there's, there's different type of music. People listen to music differently, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I am a hits listener. So like if there is a song out there, very rarely do I actually sit down and listen to a whole album and this might be like music conversation suicide, but I just, I, I have a tough time sometimes listening to a whole album. I get on a song and I'm so inspired by that song. I just want to listen to it over and over and over and over and over. My roommate, not the same way. He will take an album from cover to cover and listen to it all. And because of that, I think his musical palette is so much more diverse and so much more eclectic than mine. And so he will like, he has shown me so much music uh, over the years that we've known each other. Um, he got me into Tool, actually. I, I love listening to Tool. I like to watch like the GoPro videos of Danny Carey on stage. And I yeah, that's super maniac. It's, it's insane what's happening. Right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just bananas. Yeah. And um, it's so I, I've been very lucky to have someone who's inspired me to listen to other stuff and get me out of my comfort zone and of what I what I what I would like to listen to. And I think uh, because and you mentioned this idea of trust too amongst band members i think bands are really interesting um and this might be a little tangential to what we're talking about but i i I think that especially in this band i can only speak to for myself but i think you have to develop relationships with each member individually and obviously yeah like and you're and you're closer with some members than you are with others like and there's Mm -hmm. certain members that you can say some stuff to and there's some things that you have to kind of say hey can you tell them that because they hear it better from them Right. And right. and I think that there's that trust of that comes within the band. Um, luckily, with this band, I think all of us, all six of us, have had, or at least for me, I feel like I've had individual moments with them where it sparked the kind of the trust between us. Um, yeah. And I, I feel so fortunate for that, and I feel so very lucky to. It's it's not just a band. It's 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 a weird kind of family with a bunch of different personalities and egos all kind of mixed up. And we <laughs> yeah. and we trust each other a lot. At least I hope we do. And I I like to think that we do. And um, you know, I mean, uh, our <laughs> our sax player is uh, he's you know his name is Matt, and he's just the man. And uh, there's playing live with him is this ex- extreme experience because he's so animated when he plays and that's awesome (laughs) and but there's this and i guess i'm trying to like kind of circle back this trust thing is he just i guess sometimes in bands there's players you you kind of play over each other sometimes 
<laughs> and I feel very lucky to be in a band where we trust each other enough to be like, now's your moment to shine, everybody back off. And uh, yeah, wow. and, and, and a six man band, sometimes that's hard. There's a lot of egos. It's a, I'm talking as a lead singer, like probably the one with the biggest ego coming out. Like I, <laughs> I, get, I, I get that. And, and I think it's so important to just, I'm so happy and I'm so glad and lucky that I found these guys to play with and that we yeah. have this trust amongst us where we all kind of know like, dude, let this guy shine, like let him play. And um, I guess I don't know how I got to this com- this part of the conversation, but I really wanted yeah. to talk about that. And and I really wanted to just say like how how grateful I am to be able to play with these cats. Um, they're, they're, they're the best. And Yeah. That's, but you know, that's- like go- going, going back to like you trust and songwriting and, and trusting your, your um, I would rather, I, I would prefer listening to a band where I know the singer, the singer, the, the someone in the band, regardless of who it is, is writing the lyrics organically a hundred percent. versus listening to like there's so many you know artists currently out there that are winning grammys that have never written a single fucking lyric not even a word and that to me i don't write i don't write any songs i just pretend to sing jazz pretty much so like i'm hopefully respecting these people but i i respect much i have a lot more respect for um for sing for for songwriters that write their own tunes whether you know regardless of some people are like oh they're they're a diva or it might be seen as an asshole or whatever i prefer that you're putting your your own heart and soul into your music than somebody else writing it for you and then you doing your artist project you know i think that's way more beautiful and more yeah to the experience yeah absolutely and and i guess kind of like tail off on that too is uh like i I think first of all i think it's rad to be singing other people's songs like i do it all the time and Mm -hmm. um i think that's great and i I like it but i I agree with you that sometimes it it can be a little frustrating sometimes to see these people winning these massive awards or 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 or, or things like that and kind of define like in a lot of ways like those things kind of define what you have to do to be quote-unquote successful in music and I think that sometimes that can lead you on the wrong path. I, I shouldn't say the wrong path. That's not, maybe not the right way to say it. But like a disingenuine path? Yeah, it's like if you, yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's a really good word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it's not, to, it's not to, uh, to, to dismiss the talent of these people who are doing that. They clearly have a talent. Um, but I, 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 I agree with you. I think, um, I guess I, whenever I see songwriting, like, yeah, I, I like to hear what people have to say. And I like to hear, you know, like, sh- fuck, they, they went through some shit when they wrote this song. And yeah. um, even though it's probably, especially like some of the most hard songs, like the most difficult songs to, to write, I think sometimes come out as like the most relating for people and how they're able to, to take in that song and feel that pain and feel that, or feel that love or feel that sadness or whatever the hell it is. Like, to be able to kind of relate with that experience and be like, shit, all right, like I'm not the only one who's felt this or been to this situation. And I, I think that there's something very genuine about that. Um, so, yeah. And I think us consumers that really pay attention know that. And that, you know, I've been accused of and also accused other people of like, oh, you're a music snob. But it really just comes down to like letting that go and just be like, I I I think about music 
differently than a lot of people do. Like I, I've had, I've had friend, you know, I know people that listen to music just to have noise in the back. Like they're like, that's, that's sure. pleasant. Sounding. <clears throat> it's like, that's cool. And for me, I'm I, inside my, I like, I know, you know, I got to be tactful and I can't be like, what is wrong with you? Let me show you some shit. I need, <laughs> need to feel some things. But I have to recognize also, like, some people just don't connect with music like I do. Yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> Let it go, Bender. Like, oh, don't, just, like, <laughs> but I do, and that, but I do get fired up because it's, I, I, it's one of those weird avenues that, and life, exp- it's, to me, it's like, there's so much good shit out there. And I, and that's why I love, you know, Gabby and I's music munchies is because it's our chance to sit there and just nerd out, nerd each other out of like, you got to hear this new song. And and a lot of the times it's contrasting music, but in the end, we both have the same, you know, passion and love for it. And that's why, you know, it's, it's, it's two in a row interviews with, musicians it's because like yeah that is really what it like i love i don't play music myself i i dabble with i like to think i'm a pretty good rhythm section if i need to i can keep time but at the same time i've never been in a band i've come close a few times (laughs) it was never it was always just but that that does help like my appreciation for the especially in songwriting um my our buddy clint was he played in bands for a long time and toured and wrote songs. And I sat down with him one night and he was like, let's write a song. Let's, what, yeah. let's see. Let's write some guitar. I'll write the guitar part. You write the bass part so you can see what it's like. Yeah. And, and it, and I know like on, I've watched enough, like I've nerded out on documentaries about writing and it's, I knew, but I didn't know until I actually did it where it's like, there's so much work and so much <laughs> like it is. It's such it's insane. The amount of like dedicate. And and that made me just appreciate musicians more. I'm just like, even if, you know, it's like, you got to do like, there's these, you know, the, the guys that do the work and the bands and the ladies that write their own songs. It's like, I, it opened up my, it was just like, yeah, holy shit. There's, this is not just, and that's why maybe I'm, I'm biased a little bit with certain pop music. Cause I, cause like Gabby, you were saying like somebody wrote that for you and you, they knew you were talented and like, you can pull it off, but you didn't sit there and like two in the morning, like that's not the right, that's not, that's not the right tone. It's not the right melody. Let's redo it. And it's, and so that my appreciation of appreciation of people that sit there and like, get, get it right. Like it, it was, I don't, it's funny because it took, you know, I always kind of had that in the back of my head of like, that's not easy what they're doing, but when you actually try and do it yourself and I encourage anybody who's going to really criticize music, try and play it first and try and write your own thing first. It's humble. Then you can have a valid opinion. Yeah. And and I and yeah, that it definitely helped humble me a little bit of like take it easy on your judgment. Like they took the time to write that. And it's one example is I and I always trying to clarify now, like I don't 
dislike Dave Matthews band for, I don't like, I don't dislike him for the, I, I used to say like, right. But here's the thing. I watched a tiny desk concert with just Dave Matthews playing yeah. acoustically by himself. And I was like, holy shit. It moved me. I was like, I, it made me like, I was like, I kind of love that dude. He's kind of like, he's nuts and he's awesome and he's talented. Yeah. And, and then I had to reassess like, what did I really dislike? Oh, I don't really like the fan base that I grew up with. That's my mm, personal. Like, okay, I grew yeah. up with really like everybody's wearing Birkenstocks and everything's just <laughs> fine. We got our boat shoes, we have polo shirts on and everything's just fine because we're going to Dave Matthews. It's just fine. Like, <laughs> and it's like I, I had to back off that. I I try to not be too hard, but musically, I the it's it's made me reassess a lot about growing up. And because I grew up like listening to punk rock and heavy metal, like we are pretty judgmental in our, and so is there a lot of people you find even in those groups, they're like, Oh, you don't listen to behemoth. Like, Oh, it's, it's like there's snobs everywhere. There's always going to yeah. be the people that yeah. say that like, well, you don't listen to this band exclusively. So you're a poser. It's like, I just like music, man. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also you play in a band. No. Well, then try write write your own song, man. Go write that song and see how you feel about it. Like, good luck. Right. You're gonna you're gonna humble the shit out of you. <laughs> do do food critics cook? Because maybe that's like maybe that's like a thing. You know how like how you're saying that that <laughs> you don't question. know you yeah. you you don't really like to teach. And there's like that whole uh, there's that quote that like those who can't teach. But it's like yeah. those <laughs> who do really don't really want yeah. to teach or coach or do anything. Like, like it was I I like coaching volleyball, but half more than half of the time I'm in fighting myself in my head, like, just do it. It's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> just Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. so, great attempt. <laughs> yeah, you, you did it. All right. <laughs> Right. Nice job. Like, you know, it's it's you know, maybe maybe food critics don't cook. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> That's that, you know, I, I think you just explained it with your with your volleyball uh, <laughs> uh, uh, explanation there. Like, yeah, it's the same thing. Like when I do teach guitar or like an instrument, like you know, they'll finally get the chord down. It's kind of like you know, after like. Seventeen lessons, and you're like, okay, God, fuck, yeah. Well, it's got to be hard to teach someone that you got. Like, how many people are there? And maybe that's just good teacher, like, or uh, maybe that. But like, if you, I think that translates into like if you recognize someone with actual like passion for it versus uh just i'm doing this because my mom wants me to or my dad you know my parents want me to learn or they have this idea it's i feel like if you're hyper aware of that it might if that'd be really difficult to teach someone that you're like i don't feel like you're as passionate about this as i am and like that, that's obviously a skill if you're going to be a 
versatile te- and a good teacher. It's like you have to, but same time, knowing that about yourself of like, that's not for me. Like other people are better at that. And that's, that's definitely okay. Like I don't need to teach music because yeah. that that's wasted energy. If you're not, if you're not, because uh, you know it, it'd be like that and that the honesty there that's what i love is like i don't like teaching music like yeah good i <laughs> i would that would suck yeah, if, you, okay. if you said if you said you know i teach music and it's like if everybody you would know and we would all know like anybody that wants like if you want to teach you're gonna teach and you're yeah. that's that's why those those roles are important but Wait, you but know. I remember I remember you sharing an article of so- somebody wrote that said like like about you that you were like the school of basically real life oh. school of rock. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? yeah. <laughs> so I, I I do t- I do teach. I just don't teach music. Um. Uh. I do it every now and then. I'll teach music. Um. But usually I teach social sciences. A lot of econ classes. Those. That's like my favorite subject to teach is government and econ. Like. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about neoliberalism. I'm down. Let's talk about <laughs> all those fun words I mentioned in the very beginning. I'm into it. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. let's talk about it. So, that, but that's like another side of me too. Like that's another that's another creative outlet. And I mean, I, I mean, academia is also like even though it's you got to kind of prove and bring out the facts that you want to bring out. It's still a lot of creativity involved mm-hmm. in it. And it's so funny because I feel like um, in grad school, especially like the, the, the relationship between teachers and students is a little bit more, uh, I guess, like kind of woven together. They, they're not, they're, you know, you're, you're only two or three years away from some of these guys. Like they have masters or, 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 uh, uh, or PhDs. Like they, they get it. And, uh, you know, you're, you're adults now. You're not in college. And so you'll talk to them. And I found in a lot of cases that, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of living that gig life too. Like a lot of professors jump from university to university to university yeah. teaching all over the place. And it's fucking insane. And, and yeah. I can, in some ways I kind of get that because like with gigging, you know, you might have a gig in Riverside one day and then you have a gig in Orange County the next. And um, so it, it, there's a similarity there, obviously like they're doing research and you're, rocking the fuck out but uh, <laughs> but there, it's it's there's you know there's there's some similarities there and um so i, I think there's kind of like this i don't know i i, I kind of liked that connection when i first saw it i was like oh this is all right cool and teachers and professors i mean maybe i'm a little biased here but i would say they party the best out of anything <laughs> that is true <laughs> like they, they just like the end the weekend well, actually, I feel like I feel like a lot of professors do a lot of research and stuff over the weekend, but the weekend is also the weekend. Like yeah. the week ended. And, we're done. and there's like summer and yeah. spring break and yeah. like so much vacation time. Yeah, there's some perks. There's definitely yeah. some perks being in that in that world. But yeah. Um, but it is interesting. That's amazing. But, are you gonna are you do you think you'll uh, study a PhD? I don't know. Um it's it's tough. Like academia is so expensive. And, yeah. Like, um, I would love to. Like I, I I would love to dive into that kind of field. Um, and or into that sort of degree. Um, but I I honestly I just don't I don't know if I could afford it. Um, yeah. So maybe maybe someday. But. Yeah. My mom my mom was a college professor. She just retired. Oh in wow. December, and Where she at? taught in Puerto Rico. 
Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So she taught at like at a private Catholic university and um, not that she's Catholic or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> <Dios> mio. <laughs> How dare you say that? <laughs> Bender, what was it that you said last week? You're, uh, a, you're still hungover. Oh, like- <laughs> my, yeah. My, my mom has a Catholic hangover. I'm growing up Irish Catholic. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, um, she 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 got her doctorate at University of Puerto Rico, which is a very well renowned um, university. But you know, when she got her doctorate, it was like affordable <laughs> back then. Yeah. And yeah. Um, like these days, I'm really I I I regret not having got because I love academia, and I regret yeah. not having studied to be a teacher, or professor, or something. But the number one reason why I don't go back to school is because of money. Like then you're in debt the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, I, and the thing is like, you know, there's, there's a lot of conversation about uh, like free education. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's really interesting because like, I, I mean, I would love that, but it's, I, I, and maybe it's just my naivety, but I just feel like the issue is so much more complex than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like how to make that work. I don't know. I, I want it to work. I, will, yeah. I would I would love for yeah. people to feel the ability to be like, you know what? I want to go learn more and to do it. Um, I just, I, I yeah, I think uh, the financial aspect is so deterring for so many people. And um, I mean, yeah, when I started my master's program, that was one of my biggest fears was like, how much more debt am I going to be in? And it's a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just about accepting it and just yeah. drowning in it happily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. So. <laughs> you have your music to at least drown into. Yeah, and, I have, you yeah. know, these drinks, so it helps. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> yeah. Spring um, break, I'm gonna all that. Really <laughs> I'm going to go pee. Gabby, I want you to start. We can, we can talk a little longer, Manuel, if you're feeling all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know she, Gabby mentioned you're a huge Star Wars fan. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, let, just... I'll, I'll let you guys start. I'm going to go pee. I'm really sorry. I, I've been holding it for a long no, time. No, go. Yeah, go. And I will, so get that the started. Bladder. And then I'll, I'll jump in. Um, I would say maybe start at the Mandalorian and then we can work backwards. <laughs> Wait. that work. Can we yeah. start at Clone Wars at least? No, start at Mandalorian. That's what, that's what just that's okay. the newest you thing out. Start and then go back to Clone okay. Wars. All right, I'll be right back. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> the tiniest bladder ever. <laughs> so funny, um, but yeah, I told it because I I told him that. Um, that you were like a cat. I was like, he's a cat person. He's a Star Wars person. What else do you need to know? <laughs> There's nothing else. There's nothing else that matters in the world. <laughs> yeah, we do an hour conversation about that and I would be happy. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. Your story was hilarious this morning. Or was it yesterday? I don't know. Uh, with, with Darth Maul? <laughs> with Darth Maul. <laughs> My buddy texted me. He's like, he has the high ground. <laughs> <It's> just- <laughs> Why did I not take that opportunity? Yeah, I was that's like, that's, so that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's so good. Yeah, oh, my gosh. 
Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. Star Wars, the clone. You said the Clone Wars. I loved the Clone Wars, dude. It was so. It was magnificent. I honestly believe that that is the best television besides Avatar. Like next Ooh, Avatar. Avatar. Let's get some tea. Let's just <laughs> yeah. get some tea. Like, <laughs> Let's drink this right now. <laughs> yeah, insane tea. Yeah, that guy. Oh, oh my God. That was a General Ida, right? Yeah, General Iro, uh, I Iro, 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 just the man, Uncle yeah, Iro, Uncle Iro. Yeah, that show, that Avatar, like that was an adventure. That just took it me really down is. so many learning paths. Like mm -hmm. I felt like I learned so much every episode. Siri, if I feel like it changed my life when I saw it in college, I was like, I am a new person. Yeah. <laughs> after I finished that, I think I started watching it actually at the beginning of quarantine. Um, like that's when I got into Avatar. Um, yeah. And then Clone Wars, my I, I got up to season six, and then my buddy let me borrow his Disney Plus, and I was able to watch the final season, and I was like, this is emotional. <laughs> god. Oh, my God. That scene where um, Anakin and where they're, like, on the starship, and it's just before the beginning of episode three, yeah. but, like, when they leave, and that scene where where she says like good luck and he look and he gives that look and we know as watchers what's going to happen. Yeah. I was like, oh god, stop stop it from going right now. <laughs> yeah. Did, did did you uh did you watch Rebels? Yes. Yeah. I ha I haven't watched it. I've, I I started like the first season and I I couldn't get into it and I I had a hard time getting into it too. I didn't like the animation style to begin yeah, with. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, I like the hard edges and the contouring of the first one. So that was different. And um, Ezra was really annoying to me for like the first two seasons. Yeah. Um, but the last season was really good. Okay. <clears throat> and, it, and there is, I think it'll eventually, I think it will tie into The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Um, I think so. Hi, I sorry. So. Um, <laughs> we just solved all of Star Wars. Um, yeah, we well, figured it out. It's funny, yeah, I know you're talking about Rebels. Yeah. Um. So my our my buddy Prio has watched all of Rebels, and he was like, it ties directly into Mandalorian. He's like, go. He's like, you can skip a lot of it. He's like, just go watch these certain like. There's the Dark Saber episode. Yes. Yeah. Where he's like, watch that one, and then go watch them. Like he's like, you'll see all that that one. He said was the clo most closely related to Mandalorian. And I was like, that's a lot of time. I <laughs> a lot of time. <laughs> like, can I just skip? That's the thing yeah. is like, I, I am a huge fan of, and, and I, what I love too is Manuel, what did you think of the new movies? Uh, like the, like solo and, and rogue one solo and, uh, and you know, rebels or, uh, uh, rogue one. And also, you know, Force Awakens. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I, 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 so I loved Rogue One. I loved Solo. I thought they mm -hmm. were great. Um, I liked how dark they were. Um, yeah. They were just kind of depressing. And I was like, this is, <laughs> yeah. this is, this is most likely the galaxy that they live in, you know? Totally. Um, with the last three, um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, there were. Damn you, Catherine were. Kennedy. <laughs> it just kind of was like, eh, all right, cool. Like they were entertaining. Um, yeah. Um, I, you know, I mean, when when Luke Skywalker, when Mark Hamill comes out and even says like, "Nah, this shit sucks." Like, that's probably a bad sign. Um, so, but you know, I mean, I watched them and they were cool. And 
I I, uh, I love like the idea of Kylo Ren and um uh God what's what's the actor what's his name again uh, Adam Driver Adam Driver yeah. first of all I think he's hilarious oh in general. he's great like he did a SNL undercover boss of Kylo oh, Ren I, I love that one so <laughs> yeah. much it was so good so funny and I was like this is hilarious like and. <laughs> But, uh, so, I mean, I don't know. It's the Star Wars universe. It's always expanding. So, you know, it, yeah. it was all right. I, that's fair. Um, you're wrong. No, I'm just kidding. You're wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. No, I, I like hearing it because I've, I, I get mixed reviews from all my friends. And for me, personally, I, the first, like, uh, Force Awakens, I loved. I loved Ray. Like, I loved her character. I and people were like, what the fuck? Why is she so powerful? I'm like, they're going to explain. They will <laughs> give it time. They wrote it out. Just wait. Can you be patient? There you go. And even then, like, and so I understand the, like, lukewarm reception from the, you know, and, and I even had my, there were moments in a lot of them where the newer ones where I was like, like okay, that's an interesting choice to be made for that scene. Um, but overall, what I what I had to recognize and give credit to is that they they more than likely and seem to be writing it for the new generation of Star Wars fans. Like sure. this is for the younger kid. Like this is getting the younger people way below you guys interested in Star Wars. Right. And I was like, you know what? When I look, you look at it through that scope, it's like, okay, that makes a little more sense. Um, there were still some great, you know, and I, and what I love is that they they got those out, and even I think even some of the direct, like J.J. Abrams, even was like, yeah, there was kind of like we just had these. It's it's so big, and that's why I think the Mandalorian show and what's coming after that is their way of kind of not making up for like that. I, I think they all acknowledge like, yeah, we, we didn't nail it with those movies, but how often do you nail it? Like, it's so hard, but yeah, what I loved is that they, they've built the universe now and then here we go. Like, and then they're, they say, let's go back and show why is, why was Dar like the scene in rogue one where Darth Vader is terrified. Like all you hear is like, the breathing and then you see his red like they finally show him being a like right badass terrifying like because in, yeah. in the early movies it's always just assumed that boba fett's a badass and they and then they kind of have these like honky donkey like yeah okay yeah <laughs> it's like whatever yeah vader kind of chokes that guy at the conference table like, <laughs> like, like all right he's badass i guess but that's why I love these that they finally went back and made the canon of that. Like, this is why. And the in the Mandalorian, the the Boba Fett shit, that made that got me so fired up. I was like, it showed him like being a badass, using his staff. And I was like, just like, that's what we want. Like us yeah. so or the nerd, that's what we want to see is yeah. <clears throat> we will assume they're all badass because you told us to in the movies, but show us. And they finally showed us. So yeah. like, yeah, this is why right. they're good. This is why they're so badass. Yeah. And that's that's exciting to to be a, to watch that storyline unfold. And you know, it's it's awesome. It's fun. It's 
it's fun to be a, a Star Wars fan right now because there's so much. Oh yeah, they're explaining it and giving us, you know, and I don't. How how old are you? If that I know that's a rude. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what's your age, man? I, I, I'm I'm 29. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm baby. Older than, I mean, I'm older than you. That makes me. Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna say like you're. You have to be close. Like in your like almost thirty. But um, when did you get into Star? What movie? What move? What Star Wars movie did you see first? So I remember my mom bringing home like the three VHS uh, oh, thing, okay. and I think the first it was like. You know, all of them, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, yeah. the Jedi. And like the first mm-hmm. one was like this bluish, like, and it had, I think, Vader on it. And the second one had like a Stormtrooper's face on it because it was Ha. And the third one had like Yoda's face on it because it was uh, all on Endor. Um, yeah. So I watched those. Those are the first three, like VHS. Okay. So, uh, yeah, the OG. Yeah, like, yeah, I was right there. Um, so, yeah, those are the first ones. I did, did want to ever- say, sorry, go oh, ahead. Sorry, go. Nope. You, you first. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, it's kind of like you were talking about how this new universe has happened. Have you seen the fan films that have come out on Star Wars? They're so good. Have you, yeah. do you follow yeah. Star Wars Theory on YouTube? Yeah, I do. Oh, he's <laughs> so good. His, so cool. His Darth Vader film, I don't know if, you've ma- if he's made a second one, but the first one, I was like in tears. I love it when they connect him back to his memories of Padme. Like, yeah. I, that's how I felt. I felt, I, go ahead. I can. No, <laughs> no, I, I I agree. I think they're rad. But the one I was going to point out was actually the uh, the Darth Maul one they made. I think it was a couple years ago. And okay. it's it's uh, oh okay. Let me let me find it because oh. it on you. It's on YouTube. Let me just uh, let me see if I can find it. Darth Maul uh, fan film. There's a couple of one. There's ones like uh, one's called okay. One's called Contract of Evil, and the other one's called Apprentice. Darth Maul okay. Apprentice. And they oh, are okay. both, they're both like 15 to 17 minutes and they are just like Darth Maul being a fucking badass. Oh my and gosh. Knocking out, knocking out Jedi left and right. And the other one, he knocks out two Sith and just like wipes wow. them out, like just annihilates them. And it's so cool because you get to see like, man, this guy, fuck. <laughs> he, he was Dude, good. What? Yeah. And I, I really felt that like Clone Wars because we only had him for like a, a moment in yeah. uh, episode one. And, um, but Clone Wars really, even like how his voice is, how his movements, his motivations, everything was so, um, you sympathized for for him. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. He was, was such taken. a complex character. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, like, he's, he's purely evil. But like with <laughs> yeah. with yeah. like some motivations where you're like, well, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like that's with, with Thanos, you're like, eh, yeah, I get, it's I get great it. character writing because it engages. You're you're not just giving this duality of like good versus bad. It's like everybody's got a little bit of both, and yeah, there's clearly a lean, a heavy lean on one side. But as a writing aspect, it's like yeah, you need to balance it out of like. Give your audience, let the audience do a little legwork and say, like, let them decide if how much, how bad they are. Don't say he's, he is the worst of worst. It's like, write him. So he makes, they, or the character makes a choice where you're like, oh, it's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Good writing. I love that shit. Well, and that's where, you know, Joseph Campbell's um, 
the hero's journey comes into play with Star Wars. That's why I fell in love with Star Wars. It wasn't for the science fiction. It was for the human stories behind it. Like I would stay up at, I would stay up at night. I couldn't sleep just thinking about like, why Anakin? It was so like, (laughs) I'm not even joking. It's like so pathetic, but also like, like, Anakin, I get you. (laughs) We all are a little bit of Anakin on the inside. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My, uh, so Brandon, uh, my roommate, uh, the drummer, He's really good at like voice impressions, and so he'll like he'll he'll like walk around the corner and just like randomly do one sometimes. And my, yeah. one of my favorite one he does uh, is uh, is Obi Wan just like high ground Anakin, I have high ground. <laughs> it just cracks me That's up. So I hope he does. Well, hello there. <laughs> well, hello there. He hasn't done that one, but I should t- I'll tell him to, so to get on there. Yeah, and if, yeah. if you can do Alec Guinness and Ewan McGregor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's so good. Oh, he's single. No, I'm just kidding. You're <laughs> <laughs> like he's not single. <laughs> um, do you think? I'll, I'll, I'll ask this: Have you ever written a song about Star Wars? No, I haven't. Ooh. I have not. Yeah, do you I You know, I, I mean, maybe it, it'd definitely be a challenge. I, I. I I don't know how high up on the list of things to write about that might be, but <laughs> it could happen. Could happen. Talk about yeah. the dark yeah. side and light. Yeah, side. feeling feeling really dark lately. Kind of like <laughs> I want to wear a black cloak and walk around and just say dark yeah. things. Definitely, <laughs> it's got to be on a synthesizer. You got to play the yeah. synth for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> just, and just, uh, I mean, yeah, we could like, just like walk around saying that. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Throwing, throwing a hoodie, yeah, yeah. hood over. <laughs> um, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is like where because I I think we've all I I haven't dug into it. I'm sure Etsy somebody out there on Etsy probably makes pretty legit <laughs> like lightsaber type thing. <laughs> Where it's like oh. we obviously know it's not a fucking laser sword, but oh, dude, there are some people out there. There's one Instagram profile I think it's called Labor or Sabers Forever, and oh the, the lightsabers that they make are like what? <laughs> They're so out of this world. That's amazing. They're, so cool. So cool. Yeah. Hey, engineering students at Cal Poly, like stop what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, yeah. please just. Like find a way and and make it like yeah, so I can just go. Gabby and I can have practice in the park, <laughs> take barfing yeah. to a whole new level. <laughs> be so cool. Uh, we'll at least end up with a with a few bionic limbs. Uh, well, then we have then no we the bionic limbs need to come first, and then we'll do the lightsabers. <laughs> I thing. so that's it's so funny. Uh, so my buddy Corey and I, this was years ago, but we were at this bar up in LA visiting a friend who was bartending, and uh, we I, I don't even know what happened. We were just I think we were just like just at that point we'd had a few drinks, and there was this like random moment between us where we just kind of looked at each other, and it's a, it's a it's a bar, it's filled with people, and we're just like lightsabers, and just like <laughs> this invisible fight, like in the middle of the floor. <laughs> Not, uh, 
I love that. that moment, but it was it was. Pretty I cool. think that's a proud moment. I think that's it was pretty cool. Moment. I think no, that's pretty cool. I think that's super cool. Um, <laughs> well, let me ask the hard question: what What did you first love about Star Wars? Like, what was it that you're like, "This is shit"? I mean, I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think it was the lightsabers. I think that was, was like, okay. I think, I think yeah. so. And then, like, as I got more into it, there's like a, there's like a lot, it's a pretty complex thing. Like, you know, the whole idea of Jedi and Sith, there's like a religious yeah. philosophical aspect yeah. to that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's cool. But I think lightsabers for sure. Uh, I love Mace Windu's lightsaber, just purple. Oh, yeah. yeah. So cool. He yeah. had to fight so hard just <clears throat> to get a purple lightsaber. <laughs> I know, right? And it makes sense. He's so badass, like in the movie. This isn't a lightsaber, but pretty close. <laughs> it is a purple light. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. Yeah. No, I think I'm. I'm tra- Gabby. What about you? Like, what what was it about Star Wars where you're like that? It hooked you. It was it because I'm the same way, Manuel. I'm, I I think mine was more because I was. We we're really young. My dad showed it to us. He was like boys check this out this shit's cool <laughs> i think it was the combination of i i loved chewy i loved i was like the fucking yeah. that and the, his bet i loved all the like guns and gadgets and stuff yeah like the, like, stuff. the like lights i was like <laughs> i was fascinated by all the light scheme and i was like that's fucking ooh, an orange thing like that's cool <laughs> that flashing? don't touch that <laughs> yeah. i was like ooh, what's that flashing get out of here don't touch that <laughs> <laughs> but gabby what about you what was what well, what, I drew would, you, I, what I sealed like the deal a, i feel like such a like like such a um like a poser because every okay i didn't watch star wars until October of 2019 or November 2019. Cause I was like, ah, you know, I'm not like, I've always liked um, science fiction and I tried watching star Wars before. And I remember I, I would just fall asleep, but I started with rogue one and kind of cheating, but it is a really good lead in. If, if you can't quite get into the seventies special effects just yet. And (laughs) <laughs> uh, and not to take away anything but i just i don't know for some reason it just didn't capture my attention at the time so rogue one i loved the story i loved all like this 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 sacrifice but what really got me i had seen episode one um half of it like when i was in college i was like yeah that's cool that's fine and then watching it again it was it was the the human the philosophy for for me what got me into it was the 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 fall the well no sorry <clears throat> not episode one sorry i mean uh episode four a new hope and then episode six um the return of the jedi and i just and i fell in love with um with the story of anakin that that's what truly got me wrapped into it and i was like <laughs> devastated and depressed and fascinated and like all these emotions all went through. And then that's when I, I think it was you Bender or someone told me that, um, you know, to look into more into Joseph Campbell and my mom taught Joseph Campbell in college because she would teach science fiction as one of her courses. And yeah, she was, she was a pretty cool, pretty cool professor. Read read him up until the point he gets racist and then you can close the book. (laughs) 
He does. <laughs> he gets real racist and not and not subtle. He's journey. not subtle about it. You're like, oh, he's a hero's journey. You had me going, and then it's like, boo. Okay. Oh, I didn't, <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but I, I, but I liked the heroes because every, I think everybody goes through something like that in real life. Everybody kind of loses sight of their, of their gift or, or their, their mission or their goal or, or whatever yeah. it is. And I, and I really, really, really fell in love with that aspect of, of the movie it was like the human aspect behind Anakin and I didn't see any evil behind him. I just saw him as someone that was lost. And then I see like, you know, it's relatable. Yeah. What can happen to someone when they're that lost? Yeah. Like, and you're yeah. tempted by, you know, and, yeah. and you're pushed by, you know, you're not accepted by one side and then you're kind of pulled by the other side and yeah. it's super complex. And I really liked that. I fell in love with that. Absolutely. And I, I think that like the big <laughs> The big question I always had, though, with it was like, was like Anakin and Padme like form this relationship. I was like, yeah, like how did none of these Jedi like tap in, <laughs> no. like figure it out? Like, where have you been? Where have you been going at night? Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe you're doing a good job of like not reading. I can't read your mind or something for some reason. But like, we all know you're gone. Like, where do you go? And like the center, I would like just wonder like where like none of Padme's like homies were talking about this like yo have you seen anakin swinging by a lot kind of kind of questionable you know? so, just suspend your disbelief i guess yeah, I, I guess like you will remember nothing like i don't know <laughs> just, maybe that's what it was they were just yeah like, they were never sure. yeah just <laughs> just, goodbye yeah don't worry about it just didn't make any sense to me, but it was still funny. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was, that was that for me. No, that's cool. That's really cool. That's really fun. Yeah. Are you, uh, did you, did you surf today at all? No, the surf has been awful up here. Yeah. Like just, I didn't realize that February, March, April are just really shit swell, windy weather. And I'm like, well, I guess. Might as well just go get some tattoos, go get like, my hair done. Oh, but I'm jonesing though. I'm like, I need to get in the water. Yeah, no, I hear. I went out yesterday and it was like super choppy. I actually came in too close and snapped a fin. So, oh I, no. Yeah, it's it's all good. I replaced it. My buddy actually, my buddy was really cool. He gave me these two fins and he was like, "You should try them out." So it's a twin fin setup, and I've been doing a quad setup. Yeah. So. I'm I'm excited to see what the difference is. I don't know yeah. what it's gonna be like. So gosh, I don't even know what that I've I solely single fin longboard. Single fin longboard. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. That's, that's yeah. the way to go. That's a yeah, single I don't, fin longboard. No. <laughs> that's what I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> you me. Oh God. I'm trying can... so hard to get you on a on a I know and I know I'm ready, but it's you've seen me. I could serve pretty well on a foamy. <laughs> I have fun. These are fun. <laughs> Foamies are fun. I, I, yeah, I love foamies. I, uh, yeah, they're great. That's what I started off on. And then I had this like tank of a board for a minute there. I, I'm totally a COVID surfer, but like I got super into it and yeah. just like couldn't stop. And, you know, I mean, even now with work and stuff, I'm still going as much as I can. So it's fun. Oh, yeah. It's a good yeah, outlet. Really um, is. Yeah. That kind of, it, it's, yeah, that 
you got to expel energy elsewhere other than your work and your music. It's like, where else can I, yeah. I will still have energy. It's, and sometimes the energy <laughs> doesn't need to be put into those. And that's, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I found too. It's like, if I'm, if I, you get that itchy, like, uh, it's like, just go move, go hike around, go find, go do something. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. That's right. a lot of the time. It's just simple, you know, like, yeah, instinct is just like, yeah, you need to move and you need to burn some energy. You got pent up energy. Mm -hmm. Stop thinking, turn your brain off and go move your body. Move your body. <laughs> there you go. Um, that's your next song. <laughs> so we're at an hour and 26, which is awesome. Um, I feel like we could probably talk to you forever, Manuel, and we'd, we'd love to have you back on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, I would love that. Do you have any final and come up here? Yeah, I, I will. I, uh, my, my, my 30th is coming up and I really want to spend some time. Uh, I want to go to slow. I want to surf. So if I do, I will let you guys know. Yeah. We can go. Get pitted. Um, get so pitted. Pitted. Um, do you, uh, when, when's your birthday? May 12th. May 12th. May 12th. Nice. Good. Nice. Well, right up. Yeah. That's, that's that's roaring that is a big birthday man that's a that's a decade birthday that's big yeah yeah and you know i've never really been a huge birthday guy but i feel like this one's a good one and it's been a year of i haven't been able to really see a lot of my friends and yeah. so i am a lot of my friends are getting vaccinated and we're kind of i feel like by the i'm not going to celebrate it in may i'll probably celebrate it in june yeah. um that's fair just yeah because i'll be out of finals by that time too so that'll be good uh, oh, it's okay. more for it's more for me to get through finals, but um, so by June I'm hoping to do that. And then uh, I was I was telling them like I really would like to go and 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 try out like you know Pismo or uh, or areas yeah. up there. So dude, what if, if you I, got like an Airbnb and then you can do the like a, like a pop up show up here and um, that'd be really cool. I, I can I can get some people to to come to the to the party. Hopefully everybody will be vaccinated. Hopefully we'll be vaccinated by then. God. <laughs> I, have yeah. I, I get, I have an appointment next week is what they told me. I'm so jealous. Yeah. It's I just exciting. got my first one. So I got, the Oh, you did. Nice. Yeah. yeah I got the first one. Uh, I just, so it's funny. I got it. I had a show that night and I went surfing the next morning and then it hit. <laughs> oh, I think okay. it was just, I think Adrenaline. it was just like, yeah, just like my body was like, fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah. why don't you take a take a seat and let this let us do our work here this, we gotta sit down <laughs> um, good man well that's awesome um my i would say let's i'll end on this question um do you have a, a favorite artist you've been playing or listening to all week to share with everybody that they should go check out oh yeah um that's a good question that's a great question you know i for, i turned off my phone for this thing so i couldn't because like my phone when it rings or when it texts it like pops i'm like i hate it i gotta figure out a way to like well, make thank it you, not I, yeah no i appreciate that that's i uh, yeah that's awesome so thank you let me let me uh, crack my spotify open on here um <laughs> so i can look because my brandon showed me a really great band the other day and i was like these guys are sick um uh it's they have kind of like this like older coldplay vibe but like a little more like a little more edgy um mm. uh although i have been randomly listening to vertical horizon a lot lately <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god i have a story about vertical horizon so oh, yeah? 
they played in a show up here, like some, some weird, it was almost like this, this music festival was almost as bad as the, the fire fest. Like oh, they okay. promised all these different things and like maybe five, 10% of it showed up of, of what, but anyway, so, but vertical horizon was there. And, oh, okay, cool. um, and I, and I got to hang out with, um, with art and right. Cause he's the, am I thinking of the same band? <laughs> no, you're thinking of Everclear. You're Ever- thinking of Everclear. Oh, okay. No, was, no, 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 no. It was Vertical Horizon for sure. I'm um, going to do the share. <laughs> Ew. And, uh, share. Oh, do you so believe in love after love or life? Disturbing. <laughs> No. Okay, so you hung out with the singer for Vertical Horizon. Yeah. And, um, and was he like, performed. "Am I everything you want?" Singing. Like my song. Such a good song. <laughs> Such a good song. <laughs> uh, Maybe I am thinking of Everclear. Uh, never I think you are because the, the I had a good for Everclear's art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a cool dude. He was a really cool guy. He's like a dad of two girls, and he's like. Yeah, you know that's our that's that's Everclear. Yeah, you're thinking yeah. of Everclear. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Everclear's rad too. Um. So I, okay. So uh, I'll I'll say uh, two bands that uh, they okay. are. One cool. of them is named James Garib. He's a homie of mine. So I'm just James, that out. how do you spell that? James Garib. G H A R E E B. He's got some new songs coming out. He's rad. Uh. And uh, the other one is my buddy's band. He's in a band called Max Saturn. They're from De- Detroit. Detroit. Mm. And Detroit. They, uh, <laughs> and they, you said uh, Max Saturn? Max Saturn. They're pretty cool. Um, and then I would have to say the last one is Katie Joe and the Mijos. She's rad. That's like that's like really bluegrass folky Ooh, stuff. Ooh, I like that. Those those are three those are three pretty rad groups to check out. Nice. Good suggestions. Katie yeah. Joe and the Mijos. Yeah, Katie Joe and the Mijos. <clears throat> she just released a really cool music video too. So, oh, nice. Yeah, I've noticed very- too, like on Spotify, like the the when I looked up some of your songs, they they have the those. It's like a loop, not quite oh, a yeah. cool video, but like that's a cool feature. I love that feature because it it's cool. It's not, um, they call it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's that's all. So George, George, our pedal steel player, has been like the saving grace of this band during COVID. He has done so much of that, like little stuff that you should do, but you just don't because you're too busy. And yeah. he has just done all of that. Like he amazing crushed it with that. Stuff. Wow, so that, that that's all him making that happen. Okay, that's so James cool. James Garib, right? James Garib, Max Adder, and Katie Joe and the Mijos. Okay, cool. Sorry, yeah. all I just cool looked bands. up James Garib. I remember is his latest single. Songs right? and Yeah, he actually he's making a music video. I, I think for that song, or maybe it's a new another. I think it's a new song, and uh, he asked us all to send like five to seven minute clips of like a memory from like something we really really remember. And oh, cool. uh, so he sent it to me, and he sent me like a little like like a snippet of it, and I was like, because it's like you know I'm, <laughs> I'm in it. So it's just like, oh, and it, cool. it's, it's, it was just very cool. And the song is very nostalgic sounding and very like kind of that vibe. So it was really cool. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Super cool. So red definitely cool. all, all three of those cats are, uh, are really cool to check out. <clears throat> awesome. awesome. Yeah. We will, we will listen. I will definitely check them out. Thank you. Gabby, yeah. do you have anything else? 
I think we, I, that's, I, I got what, I got what I needed. Thank you guys so much for letting me come on and having me and, and just being cool and talking. I really, really appreciated it. It was fun to talk and nerd out with you guys. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Thank you, so man. That's, it was really nice meeting you and hopefully we can uh, meet you in person and see you soon. Um, yeah. I really like keep that. Playing, keep playing music, watch your star Wars, stay healthy. <laughs> writing <laughs> me yeah man that's yeah let's stay in touch for sure um we'd love to have you back on for sure yeah yeah let's let me know when and uh hopefully in the next few months i'll be up at slow and we can oh, yeah. go catch some waves get some brews and maybe do some music too yeah Absolutely. let's do it cool, cool. thank you manuel awesome. thank Thanks you guys so have a good one all right. see you later bye. all right bye everybody here we go goodbye <laughs> goodbye goodbye, goodbye.